you are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? The I Don't Know Dude Podcast. I'm the dude. Hello, hello. <laughs> it is episode who knows. The smattering of applause gets me every time yeah love that. <laughs> it's not so, a full crowd it's yeah, like just it's like, like 45 people you know what I mean? it's just it's like 45 people yeah so we're <laughs> here um it's just myself richard podgurski hey, and uh marie smith yeah aka quasar what's up yeah um we mean uh quasar quasar and i have been uh djing together for about t- two decades now yeah that's true uh, uh djing in the same town separately and playing shows Together sometimes too, yeah. Yeah, it's so fun coming up with a somebody that where it's like I was always annoyed with the DJ industry where it's like a lot of people were like it's my gig, my nightclub mentality. Yeah, and like what I loved about like myself, you and Diego mm-hmm. is that we always brought in and we're always welcoming. But it's like it wasn't no jealousy. It was like everybody's like, hey, dude, yeah. let's all work together and let's own this. this like we're yeah. from here. Let's be about it. Yeah, right. I don't know when that changed. I think because I think the people who came, the people who came before us, huh, I don't know. They're like but, the guard, it, the old guard before us. I feel like they were a little bit more snipey. Well, I, 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 I actually, I actually think we can legitimately say because the DJ kind of like the nightclub, the nightclubs are kind of dominated by live, live, uh, live music, right? There yeah, wasn't really like a DJ industry. Like DJs became like how many nightclubs, how many bars mm. had DJ booths? It was only nightclubs and DJ booths, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, right around like what two thousand five, mm-hmm. two thousand six, like mm. DJ when the, the era of DJ AM, where all of a sudden, not just nightclubs had DJ mm-hmm. booths, it was every single bar that was packed all of a sudden had a DJ booth. Now that I think about it, though, is that why we've been why we're probably more polite to each other than uh, like there's just there was an abundance of gigs for a while there. Maybe it was just easier for us to be nicer to each other. <laughs> well, we were hungry and like, you know. Well, but we weren't starving because there was food. You know what I mean? But there was abundance a bit. It was just, it was just so fun. Um, you know, like you would play on a Friday, then I'd play the same place on a Saturday. And then, and then while you're at a place on a Friday, I'd play the same place on the, oops, on the Saturday. Oh, sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get on this. I mean, we got, <laughs> I love that sound effect board. I just want to like hit it myself. I know. Dude, dude. Oh, wait. I'm over here. What I, do you What do you have on there? Uh, I here? love this is my one of my favorite ones. Guys, your girlfriend. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what else? What else? That's, oh, we got a yeah. You got to have a fart on there. And then, uh, well, you know, we're gonna add some more. Right, we'll, they'll, get, they'll get in there. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, you know, uh, on this podcast, what we want to do, we, we kind of relate to you guys in a way where it's like. You know, we, we listen to a lot of podcasts. We're all fans of a lot of podcasts. But, like, yeah. um, you know, I think uh, being relatable and yeah. being the same, being on the same level of everybody listening, we're like, you know, everybody yeah. all have our jobs, everybody has the same struggles. Yeah. Uh, we're all like, you know, regular no people talking to no regular one's really, peeps. No one's really famous. Not yet. You know, <laughs> I always tell people, I go, dude, I'm, the, I'm probably the, 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 le- the most famous, unfamous DJ you never heard. <laughs> About whatever that, yeah. However you want to conjugate that. I think my that. I, I think my Instagram profile bio, bio used to be probably the worst DJ you ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> if you like DJing, you don't like this. 
But here's the deal, like for this podcast, like we wanted to like inspire like entrepreneurship, right? So Quasar yeah. is, he's unique, just like myself. Like we actually spent most of our twenties not having a real job. Yeah. You've had your, what kind of side hustles have you been doing? Uh, well, I've had some side hustles. Well, like this is, I'm not about now more so like, you know, like eight, seven years ago. When I first, when I, well, I, I, I worked before I DJed, like I worked at Lazy Boy Furniture Gallery. As a as a, in sales, I cannot wait to uh, buy one of those huge reclining chairs. Oh, they're chairs. the best! They're the best. They're, they actually, they actually really are the best too. Um, it's not just the sales. Place. I never knew that about you. Yeah, yeah. I worked there. I think I was like the, the so most un, like the twenty. Most, the most unlaziest person worked at Lazy Boy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, you, you got to wear the like suit, the shirt and tie, the whole thing. That was the last Hello, job sir, I had. Can I interest you in a in an orange velvet chair? Right, right. <laughs> Never velvet, but that would be interesting. Probably microfiber, though, for sure. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> like, when did you when did you quit that job and go full time DJing? So that that was the last job I had. Um, I think I was. <laughs> no, no, it, that should be like a cheers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there, there you go. All forty five of you. Thank you. Actually, a couple of you put your champagne down, so it's like a little less applause. Anyway, uh, that came out wrong. Anyway, um, so I quit. I quit. I literally like walked out in order to like embark yeah. on my Fuck fucking yeah. yeah. Like I love that. Did type. one of those deuces, motherfucker. Did, did you just like just kick a chair on your way right? out? Just yeah. Fuck this did, chair. No, did, did you Recli- just sit in a chair, recline it, and recline go, this? Out. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I uh, <laughs> no. I was. It was actually like uh, more tragic than that. I think I, I, I was like had this meeting. About uh, we hated our boss and we were like, trying to like get him fired and it didn't work and so I was like you know what I quit. It was one of the, it but was then, a crazy. But it was cool. So you got to focus thing. on the DJ. Run. Yeah, and I knew that that was it for me too. I I, knew I remember I when leaving. you rolled up to my parents' place in that Jag. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a Jag. Dude, yeah, you yeah. started getting them gigs. <laughs> hey, remember I, I bought like a three series BMW. You did. You did. Dude, I thought I was like the first time I got a four like a residency where it's like I was getting every Saturday. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, every Saturday four hundred dollars a month. I'm like one Saturday pays for a four hundred dollar uh, three series right. payment. Like, I thought yeah. I thought I was and that's gonna it. be that's gonna last forever. It only it's only up from here. <laughs> and like, dude, we honestly, I, I honestly thought like DJing was was gonna like skyrocket because it's weird where we first DJed. Yeah, um, it was a world where there was no festivals really. Yeah, EDM wasn't a thing. DJ AM was kind of just just he was the first like famous DJ. Yeah, it was all vinyl. Yeah, it was definitely underground. If you if there if anyone was making any real money, it was nobody knew. Like it was You're, it you was were underground. A si- you were a side fart to uh like to a bar. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. If you were playing, you, you were that guy. Yes, you were that fart. Like you weren't cool yet, but it was rad. Like I remember, you know, um, or you were playing like techno somewhere in some crazy like warehouse. Which those guys were making real money. No, dude, drum and bass. I never got into that. Yeah, drum and bass, or but that was like oh, ecstasy and like yeah, yeah. You were John Digweed or Sasha or I remember back in the day, like yeah, Area Fifty One. Like they only pressed like ten Staying Alive albums, right? So only ten DJs in the entire country had that album. So like that's what that's why DJs are so popular is because because of what you you were that guy who had you were the only one in the entire country had one of ten. Yeah, yeah. I miss the the. There's been so many eras, but for 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 us, the biggest switch was when vinyl went went to digital when we switched to digital i remember i was such i wasn't like a late bloomer on that but i was like kind of like dude vinyl i was on a quick i was on a quick 
I knew. Yeah. Um, you, but I was uh, actually uh, mopping floors at Dragon back yeah. in the day, and it was Sunday. I was like, what is this? It's like people were lining up down the pier to get in. It was dollar beers. Yeah. I was uh, I was a busboy, yeah. and it was one of the most – so that's how I kind of learned it because I spent so much time, eight hours, four different DJs coming in, and I was the one cleaning yeah. tables and, like, running food yeah. and, like, being a bar back and stuff. Yeah. And I got a literally – like, it was like a school of rock. It was literally yeah. a, a master's degree in Deep House yeah. back in, like, 2008. Yeah, that was a cool club. I DJed, I DJed there. And I was like, yeah. So I would mop the floors during the day, like, Saturday, all day Saturday, and save one of the DJs. Like, I'm stuck in San Diego. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, dude, you jump on. I was like, oh, my God, let me bring my stuff down. Yeah. I would, I would sh- shower, change out of my uniform, yeah. uh, skate back down, and I would, I would go from mopping and cleaning toilets to being on the stage in, 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 in a two-hour change. Yeah. And then, but what was cool is that Jeff Belandi, who was my boss at the time, mm-hmm. he paid me exactly what those guys were getting paid. So yeah. like, I went from making 15 an hour, 15 an hour plus, like, plus tips to... Uh, you know, they paid, uh, they paid pretty well, like, like good yeah. 500 bucks. Yeah, they paid well. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, they actually like raised the raised the like level yeah. when they started doing their thing. That 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 was quite a club. So, yeah, I, I started playing there when that that hit too. Yeah, so what we wanted to get into in this one, we want to talk about like the uh, the evolution of social media. Oh, yeah, and how it played into the gig economy. Yeah, from the perspective of uh, two uh. <laughs> I got a question. Two, two dudes who graduated what in two thousand. What was your MySpace song when people landed? Oh shit! Mine was like Sublime. I don't think I had a MySpace song. Who was your top I, eight? I don't think I did too much of the HTML stuff because I thought it was kind of silly. I learned how to code HTML right. because of MySpace. Well, everybody did, yeah. But uh, I think I thought it was dumb. So I think I had like I, I felt I like a, a custom, legitimate hacker. Had a custom color or something, and that's it. But like I remember, they went from top eight to like top twenty to top thirty. Yeah, that's like, when it was like not special anymore. But I remember I had a, I had a MySpace fan page, yeah. and I would upload my mixes. Wait, did I? But, but like I'd upload my mixes, and then what was funny like people would see how many plays you had. Yeah, yeah. And MySpace was wild. Like Tila, T, Tina Tequila. Tequila. That she was like the f- only star that came off of MySpace, right? Yeah. Or was there no Dane Cook? I guess is probably the other one. Like it was so yeah. weird. Yeah, MySpace was crazy. You know, it's crazy. I was thinking you, you earlier. You mentioned pagers. Uh, that's that's the one thing that uh, only our generation sh- shares. No, I didn't have a cell phone in high school. I uh, know. Well, oh, you when, didn't have a cell phone. You cell graduated two thousand one, right? No, two thousand. Okay, me and Maurice went to the same high school. Redondo, yeah, Redondo High, Redondo Union. What? And uh, what? Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And so he was year two thousand. I was two thousand two. Yeah, dude, I looked up to you. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. Be- no, because your sister was older than me, right? My sister was ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Shout Nicole. out, to, shout out to Nicole Podgurski, my oh. sister, who is a partner in a law firm and about to have her fourth child. God, she's such a like I love my powerful person. <laughs> she just gets it done. She ran shit. Good for her. Good for you. Nicole. Well, what happened Get was she was a senior and I was a freshman coming in. And she was like Mrs. Academic, right? And right. I was I was Mr. B student. Yeah, like I was the type of person where you were I, the Spicoli of the family. Well, but the thing is, I would always I had perfect attendance, and my grades were good enough that when I fucked around in class, you couldn't fuck with me. Like when you're doing good in class and you're turning into projects, you're golden and whatever. You can you can go, you can fuck the your fuck antics up. become cheeky. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I I always because they're like, wait a minute, why is this? 
class clown getting such good grades? Uh, and why is he on time? Because like I actually kind of like this. Kid. At the end of the four years, they 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 give out awards, right? Remember, in like the the auditoriums. Yeah, they gave out this award called four years. They did the one year perfect attendance, and then they did the you were four all, years all, perfect attendance? all four years perfect attendance. Whoa. That's something that I think people. That's would how much not I loved going you. to school and interacting with people. Wow! Like I love interacting with people. Like you know, you know, people like all had their like, groups and their cliques. Yeah, I felt like I would like float to each clique Me and too. had, and had yeah. my relationship with each one. But I think it's because I've just felt like I didn't fit into any one. <laughs> well, but then there was like a sport. What sport? Did you play a sport? Yeah, I played soccer, but I wasn't like, like. Yeah, I wasn't great at it. See, I was I mean? like surf team, volleyball. Yeah. You played golf too. You did no golf, golf too, right? No, golf. no, no. Yeah. Why did I think that? I've always thought that. I don't know why I thought that. Anyway. Buzz, your girlfriend. Whoa. No, it's a golf. Buzz, golf. golf. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> we hit that one all day. Um, okay, so like the evolution of like the social media stuff, it's like we didn't really have that stuff in high school. Like the social media was meet at the quad. Right. At, you know, snack. Social meeting. Socially. Yeah. <laughs> and. And it's, it's, it well, was, I was going to say one thing we did have though, sorry, this keeps popping into my head and I don't know why. So I, just, I guess I just have to get it out. But, uh, one out. thing that we did have, um, that only we have, only our generation has, I don't even know. Do you, did you have it? Yeah, you probably did. Pager code. No, bro. Do you remember no, there's that? There's a one, four, three. There's a yeah. hello. There's boobs. You could do like a whole message. Bibs. Do whatever you want. It was like text messaging before no, text I, messaging. No, I, but I think like, <laughs> I, okay, I yes. always welcome to a time. I always <laughs> said the the uh, the guy with the pager's best friend is the guy with the cell phone. Right, right. <laughs> but, but you remember like that it was, sucks remember, it was, it was Friday. It was Friday night. And everybody's like ready to go out. And it was like a caravan of cars, like, hey, there's a party up in Palos Verdes. Just waiting for the and page. Like, and it was like the page is like the address. And then the guy, the one guy on the phone was like, follow that car. Yeah. And it would be chaos. Yeah. And you get to the party, be like, you, like, like, you peevers. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Peevers? Yeah. Oh my God, that word. <laughs> but you just went like super local. I just deep. remember it's like, hey, dude, let's go find a place to go drink. Yeah. Yeah, that was really difficult. Like, Living in the living like, in the oh, quiet like your, suburbs, your crush is going to be there. Yeah, your crush. I remember, dude. Or like, oh, you're, you're gonna just scam. You're gonna I'm scam. Like, <laughs> scam or Mac? You want a Mac? <laughs> Let's get it on tonight. <laughs> remember Macking? Yeah, I do. But I remember. I still do oh, it. Dude, I remember one of the most scariest moments of my entire childhood was like seventh grade. Yeah. Someone sends a note. Hey, so and so likes you. Oh, you're like, oh, oh and, and they're like, all right. And then you had to man the fuck up, walk up to him and go, hey, will hey. you go out with me? Uh, if you didn't say, go, you, will you go out with me? You weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> no. You remember that shit? Yeah. You didn't get to hold hands. Hey, t- or t- Mac. When, when was your first girlfriend? Probably sixth grade. I think so. Yeah. What, uh, what school did you go to? Toledo? Alta Vista. I went to Alta Vista. I think my first girlfriend was, uh, what, the, what was her name? <laughs> Oh, dude, I hope she's listening. <laughs> I don't even think I can remember. Lisa? Lisa Heater, maybe? Was oh, her name, Lisa Heater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Lisa she was. Well, she was in, for sure, she was in there. Um, in, the, in the first five. Because, you know, I was just pimping back in the day. No, not really. Um, but, yeah. Okay, did you hug? Did you make out? I don't even think we really even held hands. Did we hold hands? We might have held hands. It was just like, we were just like in, in, uh, in title only. A couple for like, like a couple hugged. of days, but it was which so. Felt it like was, an and then all of a sudden, her best friend started liking you. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always that weirdness that starts to like. Yeah, creep in. because yeah. the girl who's like a solid six. Right. She's so jealous of her friend. She's like, like a nine and a half. It's always you, Lisa. God. Yeah. I had uh, a first girlfriend. I just like I'd, wink at him. I had a first girlfriend. Good story. Fourth grade. Yeah. It was fourth grade. Um. Uh. So. I've always been obsessed with turtles, and I started my first business. He is obsessed with turtles, people. Yeah. Shout out to Shelby. He's obsessed with turtles. Okay, so I started my first business when I was like four, in fourth grade. Yeah. So I, went to, I was going to the pet store because my dad had an African gray parrot named That's, Max, and okay. we always went to the pet store. And, and at the pet store, there parrot were- Parrot named Max. Yeah. It was an African gray. It had a vocabulary like a motherfucker. These <laughs> things are so smart. And, uh, and we, I always go up to the turtle like pen- and it was a, so, and like I always had uh, like box turtles, right? Mm-hmm. And then the cutest little turtle, they're, they're these little cicadas, they're little babies. Mm. And, it, and it said $100 on the cage. I was like, what? I was like, mom, I want this turtle, please. You don't get it. And it's my mom's, be my, my, thing. Mom, my mom's like, if you want a turtle, then, earn, then it. Earn, earn it and get a job. I was mm. like, I was like, oh, I was like, bitch. <laughs> I was like, hold my beer. So my grandpa was living in this at the time. He was blind and had a tracheotomy. But he loved technology. Okay, so he, he was living in our parents' house. My, dad, my dad's one of ten. He lived in our house. And he had a copier. I took a Sharpie, pulled out a piece of paper. I wrote, hi, my name's Witcher Bogoski. I, I, I couldn't say my R's back then. He had the O's? Yeah, I had an O accent. <laughs> I, yeah. I, like, I was like, hi, my name's Witcher. And like, so. they thought it was so cute. I was like, so. And they're like, say shirt. I was like, shirt. They're like, oh. I was like, I was like Maurice Quasar. <laughs> Quasar. But my name had 15 R's in it. Richard Bogoski. <laughs> yeah, that's like all, all right. the R's. So I grabbed a piece of paper and a Sharpie. I, goes, I go, my name, is, my name is Richard Bogoski. I'm trying to raise money to buy a turtle. Um, can I please wash your car for $5? Oh. My goal is to reach $100 to buy my turtle. Like I wrote this Cute. down. I was like, please call 310-376-2201. Just in case. And then I wrote up and I drew a little picture like of a turtle. Oh like no! A, oh, this is this is a flyer you were making to so hand out. So I made out. a flyer. Sorry, so I was like, when I got back from the pet store. I was like, Mom, I'm going to start my own business right fucking now. Right. I was, like, I, was like, I was like, you can't control me. Right. I'm going to go get my paper, son. Right. It's my so, God-given so, so, right to get so turtles. So I went and wrote on the sharpie like an eight by ten paper, and then like wrote my number, and then I I made like twenty two copies. And my, meanwhile, my grandpa has no clue what's going on. He's blind. Like, <laughs> and he's always in like, uh, and like, I was like, Grandpa, I'm starting a, I'm starting a car washing business. I know I've never washed a car in my life. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I was like, you know, what? I see a lot of dirty cars in my neighborhood walking home. I was like, you know what? This is if I work, I can just. My dad used to make me crush cans and bring them to recycle. Like it was crazy. So I put them all around. This is back to my first girlfriend. So mm. when you're like in fourth grade, a block over, a block up, and a block over is like another. World. That's as far as you can go. Like, like that's it. your mom's like, like do not team. ride your bike past that right. street. Yeah. So, uh, so I had this crush. Her name was Letitia. Ooh, blonde Letitia. hair, blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have guessed. Like Letitia. Yeah. Like what? Right. <laughs> Quasar. Quasar was like. Quasar was like. That was Letitia, my second right. girlfriend. My cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Is that my cousin? And um. So so her oh, her, that's her, funny. Dude, her mom had like a hoopty rust bucket like wrap. You know those like there's like Chevettes. Like hatchback, yeah, shenets. yeah. So, Kinda. so okay. So I was passing out. I was passing out all these flyers all over my neighborhood. I put them on the dirty ass car. I was like, I'm gonna get you full. Like I'm like supply and demand. I'm like, your car is dirty as fuck. You just hey, punch this every day. Dirt equals and cash. This is, for dude, me. this is like 1994. This math. is 1994, bro. 
it was hoopty galore everywhere. Yeah. Like the 1970s cars are still around. Oof. Like, dude, this is this is like mm. gnarly as time Elf. for cars. I actually still really want like a fucking like an old Geo Metro. That's like Do a you? dream car. It is crazy that it's kind of classic now, right? It is, and I think that's gonna blow. Up. But like, I to, like Casio watches. Like, I yeah. really like them, dude. I collect vintage electronics. <laughs> like what's what? Dude, yeah, you're looking right. at an Apple IIe. Vintage 80s. Yeah. that's vintage. Uh and like, okay, so that's vintage. So by the I way. I had a crush on this girl, and and then like a couple of days ago, I got a note. She sent me a note like, "Hey, Richard, do you like? Do you like me? Check yes, check no." From her friend. Hey, oh. From her friend. That's when you knew you were in there. I was like, oh, shit. I got this on lock. <laughs> yeah, duh. I got this on lock. I'm like, I'm like, what's love? I'm like, what does a booby feel like? Like, what? Right. Like, what? It's all fourth grade. In. Never even made up. So I went way out of my fucking, uh, my, my, my cell zone, my jurisdiction. Mm. I went up a block, over a block. You packed yourself a little Down Marshfield, up Clark, down, down. So this, it felt like you're in. You're in like ten buck two, right? <laughs> so I put one, I put one, uh, a little flyer on her mom's car, on her mom's rust hoopty, right? Letitia. And, uh, and uh, so I, I started getting calls. The phone was ringing off the hook. I was like, dude, I'm in business. I'm Warren Buffett, bitch. Nice. Like you know, like I was in fourth grade. I never like I never seen like two dollars was like you get. I'm gonna go get buy some Airheads. Right. Right. Airheads. Oh my god. So, <laughs> so, so I, so I get, I get, so the next day I get home from school, phone rings, Richard phones for you. I was like, what? I don't get fucking phone calls. Yeah. It's business. I'm in, fo- my, I'm in take fourth this in the grade. other room, please. Thank you. Yeah. And like, I get on the line, I get on the one in the office and it's Letitia. Hello. She's on the phone. She's like, hi, is this, is this Richard? I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, my balls has, haven't even dropped yet. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> puberty was still like four years out for me, dude. I was I was in ninth, it was fourth grade. I need puberty to like ninety nine. <laughs> right? Like last week, but I knew I'd taste. <laughs> and um, and uh, she's like, the tissue was fly. The tissue was fucking so fly. <laughs> but she was shy. But she was hi, is Richard. There? I was like, yeah, what's up, uh, Richard? Uh, turtle tur- turtle wax. <laughs> Richard tur- Richard turtle wash business, bro. Every time I wash a car, it was the worst wash you ever got. My dad, my dad had to come over and like clean up my shit job because. But like they'd be like, you're charging too little, like five bucks. They'd give me ten bucks, but like their car would still be dirtier than before I started. I just moved dirt around. I no clue. What I, I was like, hey, I was like, hey, do you have a hose? I co- I'd show up with a bucket and my dad's wash. That's dad, funny. And like I'd show up my dad. My dad's like, you stole my fucking wash shit. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, like, I'm trying to start a business here, dude. Uh, he's like, like, no, you got to like buy your own equipment. Yeah, you got to buy your own shit. So I, <laughs> so I go and I, and so I was like, hey, my mom wants you to wash your car like tomorrow at, after school, like 3.30. I was like, oh, Damn. shit. Here Maybe we go. Garage, girl. Yeah. <laughs> she parked it out front of the place. I went over. She sat in the curb with me. Yeah. And by washing my, I was just moving dirt around again. Like. <laughs> Just it was more rusty than when I first started, <laughs> and um, that was kind of my first like kind of like hangout where it's like, wait, did you ask Letitia out? Well, the thing is though, we kind of were like had a crush on each other, but like I did ask her out like maybe later that week. I think we hugged, but like it was one of those. Gro- I think we it was, hugged. It was one of those moments. Said, like, it was one of those hugged. moments where like you hung out, like you actually legitimately hung out. She sat on the curb. Right. She was probably fucking like you know playing with her like My Little Pony. Right. Like still on the Barbie. Just yes, chilled. We chilled. It was, That's, but like I was always, cool I was always so time. ashamed of it because my, my family would always make fun of me for like Richard has a girlfriend. Richard oh, yeah. has. I was like, come on, yo, I'm just trying to get my fucking squeeze on. Come on, 
Letitia. And yeah. uh, and Everybody so like so you know and the, that was before social media. Like you had to call and be like, "Hey, are you home?" Speaking of social media, though, do you get? Um, I mean, over the years now, you've probably had. I guess you're somebody's Letitia, right? And then sometimes they might reach out to you on social media. Have you had that happen? Someone, like ex- a blast ex- girlfriend? No, not an ex-girlfriend, but maybe someone who might have had a crush on you from the back of the day. Like well, okay, random, with, DJ, get, with DJ, come on, you've been DJing. No, yeah, life. yeah, but I mean like you get random, like someone from like high school or middle school. Like, it out is of the weird. Blue, it, it, okay, what's, cra- like, what's, whoa, what's, what's crazy about DJing is like people bring their problems to bars, right? So like when people break up with their boyfriends or whatever, they go to the bar to like, I'm going to get back at my person. Yeah. And like, and all of a sudden they're, they're, they're trying to make, they know their boyfriend's at the club and they go, I'm going to be on stage. I'm Richard's friend. I'm going to dance, like make my boyfriend jealous. All of a sudden that oh, guy yeah. hates me. I'm like, dude, I can't move. I'm in a DJ booth and your girlfriend's, mm. I'm like, I, I got to mix the next song. Yeah, right? those chicks are toxic. Dude, there's been so many times where it's like, you know, like obviously, but I actually kind of gravitated more towards the staff because you had the same schedule. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. ever have like a waitress girlfriend? Uh... When I was a waiter, <laughs> I used to, I waited tables at, oh wait, did I ever date anyone then? Olive no, Garden? Actually, wait, no, where did you wait tables at? Uh, Joe's Crab Shack. Remember that? Joe's Crab crabs? Shack? No. Is that where Redondo? Yeah. Remember when it dude, opened? Everybody's like, first. Everybody was. Dude, they're like, yeah. I'm working at Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, yeah, everybody. It was did. either Olive Garden or Joe's Crab yeah. Shack. Hey, shout out to the OG. That's yeah, my right? spot. Get the fucking. Never, it, totally. You worked at Olive Garden? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. My first job was actually a Mexican food restaurant, Los Olas in Hermosa Beach. I was Las 15 Olas. years old. So my, I had two jobs. I was sophomore year of high school. I was a waiter at a, at, a, at, a, at a Mexican food restaurant. I was like 14 seats in the place. It was small. Me and two yeah. cooks ran the whole place for eight hours on a Sunday. And then I also had another job. So I'd get off on that job, and I'd go literally like 40 yards down the pier, and I'd work at Pier Surf. Because oh, I was yeah. on like surf team and I surfed. I was like, you know, grew up in Hermosa. I was like, yeah. do the whole thing. So, yeah, I worked, I, so simultaneously through high school, I was stacking cash because I wanted to buy more records for my DJ shit. Records. Got, yeah. Dude, I had a fucking, I had a credit score when I was in, a senior in high school. Ew. My MySpace was popping. <laughs> your right? MySpace. Your HTML and, and your then, MySpace. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, hold on, you know. <laughs> Facebook came out. <laughs> you remember when Facebook came out? I do. Was like, uh, I was like, I was in, I was like, just, I was in my first summer coming back from college. I was like, yeah, holy was, shit. Yeah, I, I wrote I, on I someone's wall. I was, I, was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, bibs on someone's wall. <laughs> what, I don't was, even, what was your first comment you wrote? On oh, someone's I wall? have no idea. I don't even. I have no idea. I didn't even sign myself up for Facebook. Somebody actually MySpace too. Somebody, somebody else put. But then me you're on. like, all the fucking hottest chicks are on Facebook. You're like, Dude, I want to get on Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I then guess people, it was like all college. I remember the first time I was like, beginning. I was like in Hawaii. I was like 2002, 2003. I was I was going to school at the University of Hawaii at Oops, Manoa. I just whacked the mic. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I remember it was like, hey, there's a Facebook party. I was like, whoa, what? Yeah, I'm like, I'm just I'm just refreshing my my inst- my my MySpace to see who's like liking my top eight. <laughs> like, and uh, I was like, wow, what's this social media Facebook? I was like, Facebook party. I was like, it was popping. I was like, wow, I got to get on this shit, dude. This is wild. Yeah. And I, was, and I also started DJing Facebook parties. I, I, you DJed for Facebook? No, no. Actually, I did DJ for Facebook. I did a, mm. a, yacht, a yacht party for the, for the Facebook uh, LA office. Oh, that's A fun. corporate event. Mm. It was awesome. Mm. Um, that was actually one of my clients. That's weird. Yeah. It was on a boat in Marina Del Rey. It was a big old boat. They had like, you know, photo booths, fucking champagne everywhere. This is like, 
in Facebook's like this is like 2014, 13 ish, mm. and it was on a boat. I got a whole yacht outfit boat made. Are fun. I had my designer friend Chris Heller. Shout out to Chris Heller. He makes hats and oh. he's the best shit ever. I went to his house. I was like, dude, I want a fucking captain's outfit. I said, I'm, I'm DJing a Facebook party. I'm getting paid more money than I've ever been paid ever. Yeah. And I was like, I want to be the captain of this here ship. This here, this here, yeah. SS Facebook. So I rolled up, you know, load in the DJ gear. Ugh. And it's like, you become friends with all these engineers, these dork engineers. Right. It was fun. Yeah. It brings you to wild places. But Did they but party they, hard? They raged. Yeah. They raged. I actually still have a picture from that Facebook party on my fridge right now, right there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what's a what's the craziest corporate client you ever had? Um. Mm, well, one of the craziest parties I've done, like the rare, the most rarefied air, I would say. Yeah. I've ever been in is I played the premiere of Avatar, which sits as the most Dope. successful. Well, actually, is not currently. That is one of my favorite movies. Was one of the most. It was the most successful movie of all time. For a Dude, long that took, time. That took like five years So for a while there, I had DJed the premiere of the most successful movie of all time. And it was the premiere premiere. It was like James Cameron. Okay, can you explain there. how you got that gig? Because a lot of people here on this podcast are wondering, how the fuck do you guys operate for the last 15 years without a real job? Right. <laughs> and I tell people, it's all about micro relationships. You never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. Right? So tell me how you got this average oh, well, job. Well, speaking of how you never know who you're going to meet, uh, the, the contact contact was, uh, early McAllister, this guy who plays, he plays wind instruments. He plays saxophone, but he actually, do. he actually plays this thing called an iwi. It's like a electronic version of a wind instrument. So it can kind of be anything. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He plays that. Um, so, uh, but, uh, he used to play at dragon. Is what I'm getting yep. at. That's how I got all my gigs too. Was that Dragon? He used to play at Dragon, and also just the fact that we were we were making so much noise in town too. Like, bro, we were we were kind of the only game in town. Yeah, like so he, um, yeah, it was me, you, Jimbo. Um, he, uh, so yeah, he he recommended me to this guy who does all these crazy Hollywood parties. Oh, I, ha- I had no idea. All I was you have doing- to do is meet the person that writes the checks. Yeah, that's it. Well. And then, so he recommended me to this guy, and I and, and this guy because you're a good person because a you have a positive energy. Oh, and, and you know your micro relationship is really strong. Happened to be a decent I tell DJ. Every, I tell everybody all the time. Okay, like skill takes you as far as it can get you, but being a good person and being personable, yeah. can get you even farther. Yeah, and but I think skill. I think skill played a, a part, a big part, just in that you know they needed someone reliable. Yeah, and it's what it's what gets you the gig in the first place. I think because. You don't have a name when you start. You know what I mean? They're kind of like, somebody so has I, to see you I, and I be do, like, dude, I, that guy's pretty good. I am notorious for getting on the mic on nightclubs. You go, yo, what's up? My name's DJ. Who gives a no, shit? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but like the club owner, you know, when you first start, it's, it's based the on- The only guy you have to impress you. when you're playing a nightclub is the manager. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean- And then the wait staff too, because they- Maybe they, sometimes it's his girlfriend though, really. But also too, to- the, <laughs> the wait staff, they, they would be counting money in the back office and they'd be like, yo, yeah, dude, yeah, that yeah. DJ killed it. And yeah, like, that's what counts. And also too, like you become friends with them, like, yo, hey, just tell your manager, hey, what's that up? That cosign is the only thing that matters, actually. Yeah, it's, because like, it's kind of like when you that's date- That's like the biggest tip, actually. It's actually, it's actually kind of an analogy to dating girls. It's like when you date a girl, you're also dating all your best friends. Yeah. Because if you're not cool with her friends, their friends won't sign off on it. Yeah. And you have to give them the story like, hey, he's, you have to give a girl reason to brag to her friends. Like, yeah, this I guy's mean, this. The this bartender that. or the, the comment, the unsolicited comment the from the bartender comment, yep. or the, 
or the Yo, wait staff. Quasar killed it tonight. Solid solidifies. And this guy's when he's counting his cash, he goes, "I made so much money tonight." No, get that guy. Get, get that, that guy, guy again. Yeah, because like, you because oh, also right. too, you brought maybe like 40, 50 people, right. and he made more cash than he ever made. Right, right. And they notice it because it can be a swing. Or they like, just notice you're cycling the crowd a different way. It or can whatever be a, it, is. it can be a swing of like of like three to four hundred dollars for Hell some yeah. bartenders. Hell yeah. And, all, and also the crowd cycle is a good thing. So it's, like, it's good to do a dance. So in the DJ industry, it's called a dance floor churn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So like you 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 go. Up cycle, and, then, yeah. and then you cycle from hip hop mm-hmm. to house, so like, so it churns the crowd. So it's like going down break. is more important than going up. Going up is easy, going down is hard and, and necessary. So, I mean, that's a tip, but there always has to be peaks and valleys. Yeah, there always has to be. And, you but, can't stay up, and, 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 and it goes for everything. People like, don't realize they hate it. You, but they hate you it. can't throw your best shit out at like 10 that 15 too, that too you're gonna run out of right steam and i i ran to a lot of i ran to a lot of djs where it's like they, they will bust their fucking nut yeah at like at like 10 30 and it's like whoa dude you can't play levels by avici now oh bro you can't play sandstorm you can't play levels before 11 hey what was the like 2008 <laughs> banger to uh, that what that was a sandstorm oh. da, 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 was that 2008 da, da, da. Dude, it was no, like that was like two thousand one. But 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 like DJs didn't become popular. That, I, mean, you know what I mean, it's a it's it a, was like it's warehouse. Shit. Banger, it was really. warehouse shit. That's true. That's true. I it mean, didn't hit AM. You know, speaking of zombie which, nation, AM DJ AM simultaneously revived and and breathed like gave birth to a new to the open type, form to the open type format of DJ, DJ, but then also ruined everyone's sets who wasn't as talented as he was. Who but, was but, trying to just mash Ser- songs like dude, all crazy? Serato, but he was the first guy who actually mastered Serato. Where like before, when you had vinyl, you, you'd have to have doubles of a certain yeah, song, yeah, real yeah. mix in the instrumentals and the, or in, mix in the acapella. Yeah, and then and then he was like scratching the acapella on top of the instrumentals and going back and forth. And when you have Serato, you can just double your decks right away. Right, and when. DJ DuJour is not that man. I remember hating. I felt like a little. I felt for a long so, time. I felt like so shitty. I was like, I'm That's not like, worthy. <laughs> no, I mean, just let it play if you can't do all that, you know. And then, I mean? and then when I tried to do something DJ esque, it would be like, Are you crazy? I'm <laughs> just playing stupid. It was like, Are you? Cr- well, it was like, cr- it was so wild. Like, remember trying? Remember trying to do what those guys are doing? I mean, I can. I can do I can do some of the tricks. I can't do all of them. I can do but like most of them. But like I, I actually learned how to scratch before I learned how to mix. Yeah, yeah. But but when you're DJing, people don't care about you scratching. No, but it's oh, a nice. You, oh, you a did nice, a fucking sweet like. It's a nice flutter. trick to add in for sure. Yeah, if you can add it in tastefully, and I then, don't think you should. And do then we listen much, to the guys on sure. Power One Six and be like, gods. And then it sounds good when they do it, and even in, even on the radio where it kind of shouldn't. I think it does, dude. So, imagine good, being live on Power 06 and like fucking up a beat, and it starts and, oh, it, start, yeah. and it starts sounding like shoes in a dryer. I've seen, I've heard it happen. I, I always say about DJ. So like, there's a lot of times where we be DJing, and people are like, I've always wanted a DJ. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, go to your basement and go practice. I'm like, if you want to be a DJ, then go want, go do it. <laughs> like, don't like if you want to be something, then go do it. Like, put in the three or four years of doing it for free, and then eventually you become that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, and people don't realize there was a four year, five year down cycle where it was, we were working at fucking Lazy Boy. <laughs> right? Yeah. You I, was mo- I, was mo- I was mopping cocaine off the fucking bathroom uh, <laughs> stalls and like, and like, and like mopping up throw up and like, and like bringing trash out to the back. Every single time I brought trash out to the back, 
it made me more motivated. I was like, I'm better than this. I have a, I was like, I dropped out of college and went back and like worked in the bar industry. And like, that's how I got all the gigs on a dragon. Yeah. And like, I would take out the trash and they're going and stand next to like, you know, like, like Scotty boy. Yeah. And like, I'd be like, Oh my God. I'd be like, what the fuck is that track? <laughs> like what the fuck is that heat? That was an era. And then and then and then once the digital shit came around, all of a sudden I was able to we were able to download that heat right away. Like a song would come out and then you'd be able to download it. Before when a song came out, you had to go drive out the fat fat beats in Hollywood, which was and, fun, dude. It was so organic and so just an era that, because yeah. because to have enough records to actually DJ for three hours, you that needed, was like, like the barrier. You needed like three crates. Yeah. That was the barrier. That's what like separate. That's what like got rid of a bunch of chumps, which was kind of nice. And then now with the with the digital evolution, evo- uh, library, dude, dude, I'm actually like done. And but and also too, like I actually never really paid attention to mixing keys. It was more so like the beats per minute, the beats yeah. BPMs. Yeah, open format. It doesn't matter as much. I love open format. Me too. Yeah, it's fun. I like house probably more, but. You are an amazing uh, deep house producer, by the way. Oh, thank you. I make, a, I make fi- other tracks. Where can you find one of your tracks? Um, you can find... Uh, I have a track called... Oh, wait. I think I actually took it down. I'm thinking about... Well, anyway. That's a, that's track, a whole other okay, story. But you per- can go oh. to my SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash it's DJ Quasar. And it's like... Um, and it's like um, and DJ Quasar, he was the one who made the intro and all this stuff. And, you yeah. know, and like... And like I've known some guys. The reason why I never got into producing was because I noticed whereas, whereas oh, you could go to my website too, djquasar.com. Hell yeah! And the thing about producing though is like I noticed some guys who are really good at producing. They'd spend twenty hours in the, on the computer, and one song would hit. Yeah, right. But but here's the deal. But it would be here today, gone tomorrow. But like to get to the level of skill of someone who knows how to produce something so good, what I was always doing, I was scraping the fat off the top. Whereas like if a song hit. I would take the best of everything where these producers, they'd be so infatuated with themselves that they would play their own stuff and no one would give a shit. Whereas like, whereas like um, if no one's buying tickets to see you, then, then, then you can't be playing that stuff. Like there's yeah. a good analogy. I would say like if, if you dropped dead mouse into a night, into a bar like Sharkies or something like that, and he was trying to play and, and, and no one knew who no one he was, they would, they would have so many people walking up and be like, hey, can you play like reggaeton? Right. Or be like, be like I'm Dead Mouse, motherfucker. Right. right. But if he played his set, he would play it at Coachella. The, that wouldn't work at an open format bar. Of course not. At all. No. So it's fascinating. It's fascinating that the, the biggest DJs in the world who, who are big for producing, even yeah. though they, they are the biggest no, things in the entire world, in their they, would, they would eat shit at an open. In, in, but no, it's true. There's somebody like it's not Dip, what they're doing. But though. like Diplo and all those people, like and like they can play open. Format, they can do that yeah. shit. But like when your stuff Still that you make is, is popular stuff, good luck finding three hours of all the hits perfectly mixed. That's not yours. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean they're doing a different thing, I guess. But um, but yeah, it's it. it Playing open format is its own skill for and sure, it's, and it's so cool to be able to like you know to go from you know Biggie to Tupac and then go up to like the Dead Mouse and I miss the. It. I remember, <laughs> I remember the first time I ever saw Dead Mouse on a flyer. He was like four, four like headlines down. He was like four names down, mm. and it was, I was like, oh, Dead Mouse Five is playing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too, like. You would think a, a name like that wouldn't work, you know, spelled all weird. Who was the first person that you saw that was, you were like, holy shit. Um, well, live, live band or like, no, like, like a live, the first festival live DJ, you were like, 
holy mm. it was like probably like 2010 i mean i saw sasha and digweed they didn't blow my mind but the the whole spectacle of it did because i was at the shrine and it was like they, they were playing at the shrine and they were they were just up there and they were just kind of like doing it in that european way so i was just like whatever i i've always kind of felt kind of like i got like you know, like frog hop where it's like we were we were poised like if we were producing back in 2008 Mm. We would have gotten to that realm where it's like where it's like we would it would have been easy it was we would have been a big fish in a small pond. Mm. Whereas that world just kind of superseded us, and all of a sudden these DJs that never DJed a bar in the night in their life in their life are now headlining the biggest festivals in the world. Mm. And that's crazy. I was I was always a little bit jealous because like I'd fly to I had residencies in Portland, residencies in San, San Francisco, San Diego. Yeah. I'd have that same thing. Where I'd be when we started, there was no. I mean, when we started, there was no more. Celebrity DJ just for celebrity DJ's sake. Yeah. Like, you had to be Zed. But it felt like when, so, I, when, I, first, yeah, when I got we, my first flight to go fly to San, San Francisco, I felt like the shit. I was like, yeah, I'm getting on a flight to go too. DJ. Uh, I would I'd bring on my vinyl onto the plane. I had two, yeah. two bags of roller bags. But uh, I'm like, this is a set you're getting. Uh, I have yeah, yeah. 82 <laughs> records in both of these uh, bags. And if you don't like this, I'm sorry. I flew fucking an hour to get here. Yeah. And this is all I got. You want me to play the same song twice? You can only play. You I'm going to. You only so play America's most. In. You can only play America's most wanted by Tupac so many times, which is like four times. <laughs> Have you ever had a, a manager of a nightclub come up and go, "Hey, be less good," because you're too far in front of the carrot? <laughs> no, I don't even know what you mean. Like, okay, so you know when you try and be progressive and you're trying to play the newest shit, right? Oh yeah, oh I've had that, and, and then and then you're kind of too far in front of the. I've had that, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the guy's like, "Hey, my bottle service table over here. Like, wants- hey, this isn't Hollywood." So you no, know, he's, like, he's like, "Bring it, bro, dude, bring it back." Uh, yeah, yeah. Nachos. And you're I've like, oh, "Okay," and then and it kind of throws you off. Yeah, any any notes while you're playing can throw you off for sure. Uh, in fact, you're not. I guess you're a veteran when you can take notes and take adversity and just have it roll off, and then still yeah. continue crushing it because that's the part that really fucks with you. When you're coming up, it's such a performing is so difficult, you know. Well, on that note, you know, like uh, we uh, we kind of wanted to, um, you know, be relatable. How you guys start businesses, like all about those micro relationships, and like the way to do it, you just kind of got to do it, right? You just kind of got to do yeah, it, yeah, for sure. And uh, and it, and it's done us well. And uh, you know, here's uh, you know another episode of the I don't know dude podcast. You guys can find us I on know, yeah. You can find us on you know because we actually don't know what we're talking about. But we kind of do. <laughs> like when we're starting out with our ventures, we're, we're, like, we're like I don't know, dude. Like how the <laughs> fuck do you do this? I don't know, but we're trying to give you guys some education. Like how do you do these things that most people have no clue how to do? If you want to, if you want to do your dream, like you have to ask questions. You have to be hungry. Yeah, you know what I mean, absolutely. You got to work at Lazy Boy. Yeah, you got to you got to work at whatever your Lazy Boy is, and then yeah. you got to quit that bitch and go quit do your that thing. Bitch. Yeah, so so you can find us at I don't know, dude podcast on on Instagram I D U N N O. Follow um, follow that Instagram so you can get the updates when we actually um, drop episodes. Yeah, um, and you know that's a good time, Maurice. Yeah, you can find me at djquasar.com. dot uh, com. I am DJ Quasar. Um, dude the legend it's dj quasar on all the socials yeah and, uh, and like you know guys i just want you guys you know get some tips and tricks to like YouTube. start start your own dream it's gonna take a couple years but you guys can do it yes yeah boom yeah it's funny guys all right guys over and out